Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that's my last name. Hi, Aubrey. Hello, Dylan. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. Good, Thanks for coming. Yes, thank you for having me again. I just feel like I'm just going to be here every single time now. (laughs) Yeah, you you are a very crucial part of the show. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> so I gave you the the reins this week on the topic. Yes. And um, I think a good topic for this week is fear. Um, mm. I think that, I don't know, I was just thinking about it last night and it was just something that I remembered um, really like getting sober my first time. I was scared. Yeah, there's a lot of fear. Yeah. I know like I was really scared of just getting sober just because I didn't know what that meant in terms of like social gatherings, in terms of if people are going to treat me differently. It's just like there's a lot of fear behind just taking that first step. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, yeah, first of all, like you said, like what having people judge you like for maybe not drinking anymore or, um, you know, what am I going to be like not drinking? How am I going to? You am know, I still going to be funny? Yeah. Am I? Are am people going to like gonna me? Fun? Yeah. That's it, it's it's so like, for lack of a better word, it's sobering. It, <laughs> it's it like, really is. Are people going to like me still? That mm-hmm. was such a big fear for mine, and I was so pleasantly surprised. The first real hangout that I had sober was at your party for oh, um, yeah. for the new year. I was like two weeks sober for uh, New Year's, and I had such a blast and was still fun. And no one would even have known that I wasn't drinking because I was just, you know, twerking and shaking my ass on your rooftop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think at that time I we were, I mean, we still had the like NA beers that we were drinking. Yeah, and was still able zero. to just like enjoy the moment and not feel drunk. And in all honesty, yeah, like none, no one there judged us at all that day. It was just very, uh, very enjoyable. Yeah, very, very enjoyable. No, I, I, yeah, it was very fun. Um, but yeah, going to fear and being scared. Yes. So um, for me, um, in fear, I think my biggest fear um, for getting sober was losing your best friend. Yeah. Um, And realizing that you aren't only like just getting rid of this friend you're almost trying to like it, you're almost killing this friend of yours like it's it's such a like heartbreaking experience and that was the fear for me is what if i never drink again that was what i was thinking oh when yeah I that was, was getting, a really big fear of mine if i too. never drink again like, i was really scared of that it's it, it was almost like that that's how powerful this um addiction got me to to like fear the fact that i might not ever be able to drink it again like that 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 scared me. It's one of those common things I think in the very beginning of getting sober is you always think about like, okay, well, eventually I'll get back to it. Yeah. Like, you know, one day. But like the reality is, no, I can't go back to it. Like, yeah. And I think it's, it almost, it almost gets scarier. Like the long, like it, it's weird. It's gotten a little bit scarier for me the longer I've been sober, like thinking that I will never have a drink again. I, you know, I thought some of those, like some of that fear would go away, but it has almost like, Oh my God, I won't ever have a drink again. And like, still my body's like, ah, yeah. what are you doing? And speaking like, of, of fear, there's always the fear of relapse too. Yeah. 
Oh, oh my gosh. I'm not uh, like as afraid of it as I should be probably. I don't know because it may, I think maybe it has to do with a lot of being freshly sober and being still so confident in my sobriety. But I know there's going to come a day where it's like, okay, now I'm being tested. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think fear of relapse is really, I mean, it's, it's very common just cause you, I mean, once you get sober, there's like something that you're fighting for. There's something that you're like getting, getting to. And, um, all right. Do you, Rewind. Have, do you have a fear of it? Huh? <laughs> I do actually. Yes, I do. I have a fear of, uh, not completing things or, you know, not really, um, living up to someone's expectation that's definitely a fear i do have so does it have anything to do with being sober or is that just a personal fear i think that's always been a personal fear of mine um just uh something that i feel like i've dealt with as a kid um and i just never really knew how to get past that um and i think getting sober has made it a little bit easier but i still have that yeah all the time one of my biggest fears always was growing up is not knowing who what version of myself to be around what people to be around i think that was a big stem for why i did drink so much because i could just be whoever i wanted to be and everyone still liked me or so i thought you know what i mean so as long as i was drunk people still like people liked me yeah oh yeah i mean and really i mean you come to realize after after getting sober that I mean, you are still like, no matter what, you're still that same person. Um, It's just in a different way. And that way is that you're not slurring your words and you're not, you know, feeling like you're going to puke all the time. And people can really just see that like true self. Yeah. Some of of the fears that we had while we were drunk were, am I going to pee my pants? (laughs) Am I going to shit myself? Uh, Yeah. I mean, for me, what am I going to do if I drive home? Am I going to pee in my date's closet again? (laughs) And again, and again. <laughs> Those are some of the fears I have a, I have a feeling that you've peed in your uh What is it with the pee? Closet. I've peed in so many situations. There's been my pee involved in that. a drunken story. <laughs> but uh, one of the worst was one of my birthdays. Um, my friends came to pick me up for my birthday after working all night. So I was tired, first of all. And they let me... They pre-gamed me they pre-gamed me they forced me to drink two four locos for pre-game two four locos i'm drunk like uh, I, I think two four locos for anyone even yeah. alcoholics you are gone so they gave me two four locos for pre-game and then we went to the bar mm. and it was a bar that was just like a glass front bar because it was a part of a strip mall and um everyone's drinking and getting drunk i tried to pay my tab with my cell phone i kept trying to give them my phone and they were like no you like pay your tab and i was like oh here 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 to giving my phone (laughs) and so then at one point i went outside i was like i have to pee and instead of going to the bathroom i was like i'll go outside i went outside of the which had a whole glass front and i faced (laughs) the bar and peed so everyone sitting at the bar was just like oh he's facing us because the bar faced outside (laughs) That is, oh my god, that is embarrassing. So much but pee. great, and I love that. I had a fear I, of going out after uh, that, and I still did. I believe it. I mean, I, I'm trying to think what one of the worst things. I don't think I've ever peed in front of somebody. So for me, one of my biggest fears was actually my first drink. 
um i was always scared to drink i was like i had a fear to drink i had a fear to like and it completely did a 180 like i mean after i started drinking it was like i mean mean, alcoholic it was like that first taste and i was like oh yeah this is it this is what i want like every single time but it leading up to that point i remember um like even being a little kid i always told my mom i was like i'm gonna be a drink i'm gonna drink when i get older my mom was always like no and it was just kind of like a joke to me um just because being in the church you know um as a young kid and and talking about drinking or getting drunk was just so not against the rules so right when i finally got to the point i mean i didn't start drinking until i was 18 i kind of did that i didn't drink in high school i was very straight edge and then going to a party with my sister actually and um it was like it was a college party and i was still in high school at this time and like being around these college kids just like drinking like about to grab a beer that scared the crap out of me because i was like what if i make a fool of myself what if i die what if i like what is this actually gonna make me do right like that was that's crazy to me to like think about that beginning of like having a fear of drinking and then being an alcoholic and now fearing never being able to drink again. Right. I was always so enticed by it. There was something so elegant about it. I remember uh, my nanny, um, which was my grandmother, but I called her nanny. She would always drink these like peach fuzzy navel things. Well, not always. Mm. Like, she just had them in the fridge. Mm, like she, fuzzy I feel like she never drank them. They had the foil tops on them. <laughs> but I remember seeing it and being like, that is the personification of class. Like that is everything. Take that foil off and have that ruby nectar, whatever, you know, slide down my throat. Like so fancy. But I remember one time she gave me a sip and I just, that made my week. <laughs> oh, I bet. I, if you were that excited to like get that first drink and they finally had one. I was so into it. I remember the very first drink I ever like tasted was, I think I was probably like 12 Mm-hmm. And it was my mom's, um, what was it? A, a, a sea breeze, a, but it was a Malibu Bay breeze. That's what okay. it was. So it's like Malibu, pineapple and cranberry. Okay. So sugar. And I remember it's... being like, okay, drinking is delicious. So <laughs> of course I want to be a drinker. And and that, that didn't scare you. Like knowing that, like you were going to love it. Like, no, I was it... so ready to drink. Like when I was 17 is when I started really drinking heavy, mm-hmm. like senior year in high school, I started drinking really heavy. Mm. And it just, it just, you were ready to go from that point. I was bad. Like I was always, there was something about me that was like from day one of drinking that was like, I need to get as much as I can. Like even like getting sips of it. Like when I was like a kid, Mm -hmm. it started off with like a sip and I'd always want like another sip. My parents always, or whoever was letting me have a sip would always be like, leave me alone. Like you're not getting another sip. And that's all I could, I was obsessing over it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I should have known then there was a problem, but that was like, you know writing on the wall that was like the beginning the precursor i feel like you don't know at that age though like really what to look for in no. the sign. i mean like you do you you've seen drunk people before you've seen people who've been drunk many times but like you don't think of yourself as ever getting to that point yeah it's, it's it's crazy i don't i mean i can't think of one alcoholic that is probably like oh yeah i knew i was going to be an alcoholic as soon like right away i don't think yeah. there's one person that could say that i so, don't know i was just something about i just I should have known just because of how much I romanticized it and how much I put drinking on a pedestal and how I couldn't wait to be able to drink myself. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's crazy though. Like for me, like even after we started drinking and it got, you know, I got used to it um, and used to drinking and not being as fearful. I like, you know, I ended up in the hospital. I've, I mean, from drinking probably three or four or five times um, just from drinking way too much or, you know, whatever. And you'd think like, I I was fearful each time that happened. I was scared to death each time that happened because I was like, I'm going to die, mm-hmm. you know. But the next day I would wake up and I would be right back at that. And that fear never stopped me from actually drinking, which is like crazy to me because like fear for me is like sometimes crippling. Like, yeah. And like for like me to almost like die multiple times and never like stop drinking at that point. That was, that was scary. That's what makes drinking a relationship because it's so hurtful when you're in it. And then like, it's one of those things that you could say, Oh, I never want to do it again. Never. And then you go back to it the next day, like just natural. Mm-hmm. It's just a relationship. You're, you're with it, you know, in it with the, the alcohol. It's almost like you, you, knew that that was going to happen but it, it it's almost like an abusive relationship you it know is. what's going to happen no completely but you expect you want it you that's why i wasn't it. i was accepting the fact that i was peeing every night either in the bed or wherever i was peeing so much i was accepting that as a as a character trait mm-hmm. and of me and not of the drinking like mm-hmm. that was it was i just thought that was a part of me because the drinking was me the drinking was you the drinking the drinking became you yeah and that's like that uh uh the drinking becomes you that's i get it it just i used to get anxiety towards the end of when i was drinking and i wasn't even having fun anymore because mm-hmm. of the fear that i wasn't gonna have enough to drink or the fear that i wasn't drunk enough already or i could be drunker but i don't want to get too too drunk because then i would black out but it always ended up that way it was always the fear it's like there's so much fear surrounding all of this mm-hmm. there it, there really is it and everything that you like I went through each day, I knew that I was putting myself at risk and, and you know, allowing that fear to to creep in. But um, for me now, like being sober and the fear of, like you said, relapsing or, you know, the fear of going back to um, needing that relationship that yeah. that I like not necessarily that I'm going to relapse or like, you know, I won't drink, but like, what if I need it one day again? What if that, like, what if my brain just like, you need it? Yeah. Like I'm coming up on eight months sober and I'm still just waiting. Like I'm still good. I'm still strong. I'm strong willed, but I'm still waiting for alcohol to send me that 2 a.m. Text. (laughs) You up? You ready to go? Uh, Let's meet down. uh, X bar. (laughs) I'll pick you up and never let you down. Oh gosh. Yeah. And you know, it's that first shot. I think, I'm so scared. I don't want to deal with it, but I know it's I or not. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just so scared that it could happen. I um. So I'm going to be starting a new job tomorrow, and I'm going to be up. I'm going to be bartending and all of this, and like thinking about like that, and like you know, not testing drinks or like not having to like try these drinks and like try to explain these to people. I remember like one of the first times I got sober, uh, when I was bartending, um. I would do the like tester drink. I was yeah. like, Oh, I'm not getting anything. It's, it's not going to be anything bad. Oh no. That tester drink turned into that tester, like straw t- right. dip just turned a, one into little bit a straw. straw sip turned into a pull the straw out and drink out of the glass. And then that turned into, <laughs> you probably got a fifth that day. Uh, 
Yes, actually, I did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was literally like I had just had the greatest day training at work. I was drunk. And I was like, let's keep this going. Let's go get a pint. Let's go get a I thin. don't know how people stay sober and are able to still test cocktails as bartenders. I, that's mm -mm, that's mm -mm. hard. I know that is one thing I can barely I use hand do. sanitizer without asking for salt and lime. I told right? you. Oh, God. And all of us hand sanitizer right now. Tequila. Yes. All tequila. We have one at my job now, and it smells like vodka. I don't. Is there just like a shortage of like all yeah. other liquors? Well, that's what they're made. Well, no, it's a shortage of hand sanitizer. So all the liquor companies made hand sanitizer. But why does it all smell like tequila? Why isn't there like rum in there or something? Uh, my, no, I don't know. They, I smell a lot. It smells like vodka. <laughs> No, there's a lot that smell like vodka. I have not smelled the vodka ones, but... Oh, come to my work <laughs> and smell the hand sanitizer. It smells like vodka. Uh, I am not going to relapse to you all. I just want to <laughs> smell some hand sanitizer. We're just having hard times and everything smells great. <laughs> what are some other fears um, that you have while you're sober? Um, not, not necessarily about relapsing. Honestly, I think... Right now, my biggest fear, and I think it's because I'm finally allowed to uh, own it, is is what if I don't become something? What if I don't do something with my life? And I was, and I think that because for so long I wasn't able to because I was so incapacitated mm -hmm. that now I'm like at this point in life where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm 28. 27 oh my god i'm not 28 yet but i'm 27 right. and like i'm trying to finish school but like i wouldn't like what if i just don't finish school what if i don't do this and i like had this opportunity back in you know 2010 11 and 12 to like finish and like i think that scares me the most is knowing that i lost so much opportunity um back in back then to like having to fix it now but did you have did you have any of these fears when you were drinking no why these, would i worry about these it? are i feel like your fears now are more of sound mind you have fears about your future you have fears about your career your well-being your you know your finances those sound like fears that normal people have yeah as opposed to before you didn't have those fears because you didn't care that much about your future i mean like you said well i mean we were um, fearful of not getting that next drink. Yeah, that was the fear was how am I going to get my next drink like, or what is my next move going to be? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I get 15, 20, 30 cents to like pay for this extra shot if I need to? Like, what what is that like goal? So, yeah, I do feel that like and it's not and I don't think of it as a bad fear at all. I think of it as a motivating fear um, definitely for me. But it's definitely scary because I don't know in the end, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, is that the same for you? Like, do what are what are your fears right now going into sobriety um, eight months? Yeah, I think my main fears are just, you know, the dating world. I have a big fear of, you know, dating someone. It's hard enough, you know, the gay community is literally sponsored by Absolute Vodka. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> it's hard to find someone. I don't really necessarily need to find someone sober, but, you know... To not find someone who's an alcoholic, it's hard. Yeah, I, I you know, it's it's really weird for me because I was actually scared to find someone who isn't uh, sober myself. I was like, I don't want to be with anyone sober. No. That scares me. Yeah. Like, because uh, I, I don't want to be that. I just want to. I don't know. I don't know what I want to be. I, don't, I just want to be myself and not have to worry about being labeled. So I guess if it is with someone who else who is sober, that's great. 
it would be great. Yeah. If it's someone who's not sober, I can't be with someone who's drinking every night. That's one thing I know. Have you found yourself um, talking about, you know, getting yourself out there and like, have you found yourself telling people that you're sober? Or do you just hold that off until you, you know I, them? I like bring it up, but I don't bring it up as a thing that defines me. I just kind of say like, I don't drink. Like okay. I just kind of like hide it, slip it in there somewhere or something. You know what I mean? I don't make like a big ta-da of like, I got sober December 15th because my life was a living hell <laughs> and I was drowning in red wine. Like I kind of like just say, I don't drink or, you know. Yeah. Do you, you know. think that you have a fear of that they might reject you for not drinking? I know that was something that I yeah. dealt with oh, yeah. mul multiple I'm, times. I'm definitely afraid that they'll either be like, oh, well, he had a problem. He's got issues. Mm -hmm. Baggage. Like... I, I don't I don't know I think that was one thing that really that always scared me too but then like the more that I realized that like I put myself out there by saying hey I'm sober like I found that a lot of people were like cool great so what are we going to talk about now <laughs> like yeah. let's just move on because it's you know that's not really that big of a deal so I think it's you know it, it's it's like fear but it's something that really turns out to be false right and because I mean yeah well, Aubrey, I'm afraid one of our biggest fears is coming true right now. I'm afraid this Don't is the end. Of, this is the end of no. this episode. <laughs> did you like that? All one? right, I did. I, I liked it. I try to get clever with this. <laughs> I'm not clever, so I will leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, thank you for coming. Yes, thank you for having me again. Um, oh. If you guys like what you hear and want to connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sober Gate podcast or you can email us at us at thesobergay at gmail.com yes. um have a great rest of your day everyone and remember to stay, stay sober, sober girl, girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.